Today we're talking how to overcome and combat the emotional repercussions of change and isolation. Welcome to Biz Besties. I'm Miranda Von Fricken. And I'm Jody Kenny. And this is the place where we talk about the importance of collaboration in work and life. This is a two-part series that you're in, and this is part two. So if you missed part one, hit pause, go back to the previous uh, series and uh, check that out so we can continue the conversation today. Yeah, so today we're talking about how we're dealing with the isolation and what steps we've taken to try to continue to have the community that we had, even though you and I both were, are very social people. Yes. We are huggers. When people go in to give All me a, about a, the hugs. oh my God, when people go in to give me a handshake, <laughs> I always say I'm a hugger mm -hmm. and I move their hand out of the way and yeah. I grab them because I really love that connection and I want them to feel that I'm sincerely there for them in yeah. a different way. And you know, the handshake yeah, you know, I give handshakes to certain people I get yes. the vibe from. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that because not, yeah, I do. I give handshakes. Yeah, there's vibes, yeah, yeah you, you can know, feel but there's that. some people you get the vibe that you need to hug, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. The energy exchange is is right away. I think with someone like you and yeah. I who are a little empathic, what is it, empathetic? Yes. We were a little empathic. Empathic. There you go. <laughs> no, empathetic. Empathetic is feeling somebody else's emotion. Right. Empathic is where we can. We, we can, I think, I don't know. Oh, God. We may have to edit that out. <laughs> what are we drinking today? They're two today? different words. What are we drinking today, Miranda? <laughs> I'm still drinking water. Yeah, so I'm still drinking coffee. Carmel Acchiato. <laughs> Clearly, you haven't had enough. <laughs> I don't enough. know. And neither have I, because oh honestly, I don't even know which word it is. It doesn't matter. Who cares? We care about people. We feel people. We feel, we feel their emotions. Yes, yes. Whatever the frick the word is. <laughs> <laughs> we feel it we feel all the things yes and we want to hug people yes to let them know that we feel all the, all the things and uh right now we're just feeling crazy because yeah. clearly you know a little haven't... loopy i don't know what time is it no it's, it's 10 o'clock in the morning i don't morning. even we know what time be, it is yeah. these days anymore uh, <laughs> delirious okay so anyways we feel yeah. we feel energy yes so you know we're missing that yes. touch we really are missing that touch and that feel and and that connection so when you and I do in-person events, let me ask you this, okay? Yes. So when I do in-person events, when I get on the stage, within seconds, I feel the vibe of the room. Absolutely. And I know when it's going to be a hard audience, mm -hmm. and I know when it's going to be an audience that's jamming on me. Yeah. I mean, I almost feel like the tingles come over me, and like if, if I see like one or two eyes that are just enamored with me i'm like i'm gonna rock this this is yeah. gonna be my this is my audience like you know and yeah. and i and i live in my moment and i experience it and i just i know i perform better but it's so hard to do that when you're online right yeah and think about so i host an event that we'll talk about um and it's a zoom call and there's like 50 little square boxes yeah. right and you can still see their faces but i did an event uh, almost webinar style where people didn't have their boxes on you couldn't see their faces and it was just their names and it was so uncomfortable mm -hmm. like some people really thrive in that where they're doing like facebook lives right yeah. so you can't see the audience maybe you see their name or their comment pop up but you don't like you can't feedback on them get the interaction with them um and it's almost like a comedian Right, like comedians need that in the moment feedback so they know they're doing a good job. And part of me needs that too, but part of me uses it to fuel right. what I'm about to say next and yeah. you know, give me my energy. Um, I always tell people if they say, How did that talk go? I'll say, Well, they clapped when they needed to, <laughs> they laughed when they should have. So that's how you know it was successful. And I feel that's very close to how a comedian works, which is funny. So I, uh, 
pretty early into being home, got asked to speak to a group of local seniors. And I was really excited. I was like, wow, these seniors are going to be tech savvy and, you know, they're going to get to see me on Zoom. High school seniors? No, uh, senior citizens. senior citizens, gotcha. And it turned out it was a phone call. Oh, no. (laughs) And I was like, but I'm a TV person. Like what I do is I communicate with my eyes and my smile. And that's what people, you know, love about me is that I, you know, I, I reach through the, the screen to Mm -hmm. connect with people, even, you know, a zoom call, I try to connect with people. So I was hoping to see these faces. Guess what? I didn't get to see these faces. And I, I don't even know. I think there were like 20, 30, 40 people on the phone call. I don't know because I spoke for an hour and got one or two questions at the end i they wanted to know about just about about me and about my travels in life you know because i've i'm a military brat so i've moved around a lot and so i've had an interesting life in travels and um you know being a news anchor people really want to know about what it's like to be a news anchor so i was dishing the dish and having a good time and i was laughing at myself because basically i couldn't hear yeah i couldn't hear they everybody had their microphones muted too so when it came time to ask questions, I think I got one or two questions and that was it. And I didn't know how well I did. But the organizer was like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Thank you so much for doing it. Wow, you're so interesting. You know, just don't worry. Sometimes they don't ask questions. Sometimes they have a ton of questions. And I was thinking to myself, was that good? I, I really didn't really know. Thanks, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. So the webinar I did, um, I did two. One was um, just their faces, and one was half faces, half not faces, and the rest of them have all been faces, thank goodness. Uh, but it was uncomfortable. I remember it was in my bedroom. I had to go upstairs, you know, from the rest of the family because we're still in COVID, and, and I was doing this webinar, and it was supposed to help uh, women, a big women's group um, of entrepreneurs to help them combat excuses. And I needed it to be interactive. I needed some hell yes and some like, oh, I hear you, girl. Right. Some amens. Yeah. I needed that feedback to know what I was saying was working, right? That they were really hearing it, that they could apply it. And then we had some exercises that I do in between. And I, I didn't. I was like, grab your notebook, girls. Like I had no idea if they were even doing it. It was. Yeah. It wasn't great. So, yes, being able to see people. It's something that you and I definitely share in common. That need yeah. That. And I also did a couple of seminars um, for some veterans and veterans' wives. And uh, because I had a slideshow, I could only see myself mm. in my slideshow. I couldn't see the people who were on yep. the line. And I remember the second one I was doing, you know, it was more fact-based. So I definitely needed my slideshow. And I remember turning off my camera because my, my studio is not um, – is not – heat regulated so it was a really hot day that day (laughs) so all of a sudden I started feeling my lip get wet oh no and then my forehead (laughs) got wet so I turned off my camera so I could wipe my face Mm -hmm. you know just so I could like compose myself for visual purposes it turns out I had turned off my whole presentation and it was off for like five or seven minutes and I was just (laughs) like oh gosh everything happened and then the power went out you know then I had to call back onto my own conference you know so, trust me, like, <laughs> if it could have gone wrong, it did. But yeah. they were still happy with it at the end. So I think what we need to learn is that, you know, creating an online um, or a, a virtual community can still work. You just have to understand that there are some kind of limitations yeah. on how to, you know, make them successful. Yes, there, there are definitely limitations. And there's things that you have to prepare more so for 
than you would in an in-person one. I feel like you and I are both very, what are we, off the cuff? Or yeah. Straight, like, or yeah. We can just walk into a room and have a conversation if we know this topic. which Because we have be, the personality. Yes, yeah. So we can just go in and, and have a conversation with the audience, and it goes very well. I think with these Zoom calls and these webinar types now, it's, it's different. It's not that our skills and our passions don't translate. It's just a matter of preparing for them and getting used to them and now finding a different way to utilize what we have to communicate that message across. Well, I also think we want to be a little bit more prepared in, in uh, takeaway lessons. Yeah. You know, when you're in person, the takeaway lessons tend to come spontaneously. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I said, I act, you had me on one of your LinkedIn locals and, um, you know, I prepared seven tips for people to, uh, to consider when pivoting. And, um, you know, I prepared the tips. They would have normally come naturally to me. Yeah. But I wanted to make sure that I, I promised something to them. Right, right. And then I delivered something to them. And, you know, the feedback I got, which thank God for, for your community. Thank you so much <laughs> for them. Because the feedback that I got, which was just surprising to me, is probably this the seventh tip. And it was be kind to yourself. Yes. And it was even, I even got several responses from men who said, thank you so much for saying that. And I, th- I thought, honestly, that was my touchy-feely moment where mm-hmm. I was reaching out to the women who I know that's my biggest audi- yeah. audience as women. And I know that yours as well. Yeah. But um, even the men resonated with that piece of advice. Yeah, men can be hard on themselves, too. I'm learning that more these days as although my speaking part of my business has declined because of COVID, the coaching side has doubled because people need the emotional support. And even if it's just to bounce some ideas off of someone, um, I'm getting a lot more men that are coming to me, not just for career coaching, but the emotional side of what's happening to them, their identity during this time, isolations for them as well, because most of them, if they're not staying at home because they were furloughed or for whatever reason, um, they're out doing all the things for their family and then coming home and, and having to not deal per se. It's probably yeah. not the best word. No, but I know what you're saying. To, having to now take on that emotional energy from whoever's at and the other side of it at home with the children. Who needs a break. Who needs a break. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? I am that person. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you I are. I am that person. Um, but yeah, so it uh, the men are really, they're hearing you know, their spouse is more and they're, they're more in touch with their emotions during this time. It's stressful for everybody, right? Like there are a lot of men out there who are very, not feminine, but into their feminine side of things, which would be like that energy, the feminine energy is totally separate. Than which being, is thank God for that. Yeah, seriously. Thank God seriously, for those You know, people. I don't want them to feel that the word feminine is weak. It's an energy. It's not even about muscles because no. feminine energy is very strong. It's just it, a different type of strength. And it makes you, a, I think it makes men who tap into their feminine energy mm-hmm. make them stronger and better partners. Yeah, they're better in bed too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, everything about feminine energy is fantastic. But I just, I just honestly love the fact that they are maybe listening or are, you know, more patient and understanding yeah. to the emotions that we go through. Because, you know, they, most men look at us like unicorns. Hmm. You know, we are strange. We do all the things. We, we're doing and all we the sparkle. things. <laughs> we sparkle. That's true. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you and I have done specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So for myself, um, I have decided that I'm going to double down on my social media. 
and now you know this this is after how many weeks Ugh, too many too many weeks <laughs> i should have been doing this the whole time but really i felt isolation yeah. and i felt like i honestly had nothing to offer people if i didn't have a picture of me at work 100 mm -hmm. full of makeup and so i started thrift shopping and just having fun and doing things that i love and instead of sharing that with people i just started doing it yeah and now I said, you know what, I'm going to get back on my TikTok because my TikTok is, you know, I've got quite a few people there. Yeah. And the first time I posted after not posting for four months, somebody said, oh, my God, I've missed you. Aww. I wondered where you were. And I was like, Thrift wow. <laughs> I was like, wow, where was that person four months ago who said, hey, I missed your video this mm -hmm. week? Because yeah. I just needed that little bit of And they're probably thinking, where where is this woman who brings so much energy to my feed? Yes. You know? So, so now I know ways. I've committed to doing a TikTok each week. So if you're uh, listening to this right now, mm -hmm. I am on every social media under my name, Jody Kenny, J-O-D-E-E-K-E-N-N-E-Y. There's a lot of E's. <laughs> um, so I've decided to do TikTok once mm -hmm. a week and get back into that. And then Wednesdays, I'm doing, uh, every other week, I'm doing Biz Besties nice. podcast or my solo podcast, Success with Jody Kenny. And then on Fridays, I am kicking up my YouTube page. Nice. My dead YouTube page is coming <laughs> alive, girl. Ooh. Yeah, I, so I'm, I'm starting to get rid of all the other nonsense video that made no sense. And I've done research. I'm watching a lot of videos nice. about um, you know, the, YouTube is a wonderful thing. Yes, it is. If you don't know how to do something, go to YouTube. Absolutely. So I, I went to YouTube to learn about YouTube, how to be a YouTuber. <laughs> and so I've, I've turned my passion mm -hmm. of thrifting and thrift flips and fashion and uh, home decor into something that I'm going to start creating so I can share with others. Which is awesome because during this time, you've gotten really focused on a different passion of yours, right? Working yeah. with your hands. So although that's not something that you did pre you've always done it you loved it but it really came out during this time so when people talk about feeling isolated and and maybe you thought you weren't giving as much value to your audience you were building up that foundation for the next stage or the next season of what you can bring to your audience which is yeah. the fashion side of things well and also the clients that i'm going to work with and that i am working with you know when i work with people i find that i'm like i'm I can give everybody their solution but myself, mm. and I've got to stop that. And yeah. so I found my solutions, and now when I work with clients and you know people who want to work with me on their image, their brand, their social media, or even how to work with the media, you know those are my th those are my jams. Yeah. And you know now that I've kind of tapped into my more creative side, I can help a woman who wants to look, you know, like a millionaire but has you know. Ten dollars, twenty bucks. <laughs> you know, I could take her. I could take her thrift shopping, yeah. and we can get some basics and just you know create a basic wardrobe. I, you know, we can talk about her fashion. I, you know, I know how to do these things, mm -hmm. and so it's turned into a way that I can really serve clients. Learning to express yourself too is so important, right? So right, yeah. It's, you do it through fashion and through the camera lens, right? I do it through written word is probably more of how I express myself and, and through my voice. My voice is my gift, I think, whether I'm speaking um, to an audience or whether I'm writing for an audience. And I think I've been doing a lot of that working on my book because mm -hmm. I have had this book project in my head, a few of them actually, but um, this is the one I really wanted to launch 
by myself. I've been in a few other ones that you've been in as well. Um, but I, I wanted to launch my own book, a devotional, a sassy girl's guide mm-hmm. to daily awesomeness. And um, that's something that I've been pouring myself into during this time. Um, but in the last episode, we talked about roller coasters, right? Yeah. So I've been writing like crazy. And then there'll be a week where I do nothing. I just I can't even like the words won't even come. And it even shows in my content on LinkedIn some weeks I'm like every day I'm up at 4 a.m. I'm doing the things I'm building community I'm writing about it and then some weeks I do my 4:30 call and then I go back to bed. <laughs> oh, no. So it just depends, right? So that's the isolation that we started talking about, and it brings out some things that maybe we didn't know about ourselves. Like we really do rely on our community, and then some things are that we're really passionate about that gets to come out now, gets mm-hmm. to be expressed because we have this time um, to kind of sit idle for a little bit. So it's kind of cool. And I think what we both need to do, um, and a lot of prob- a lot of people probably need to do, and I'd love to hear in the comments or, you know, you guys um, give me some feedback, send us an email to let us know. Um, the bizbisties at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Give us some feedback as to if you feel this way. I felt for a long time that external um, uh, appreciation and I don't want to say adoration, validation. but ex- validation. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, external validation r- fueled me. Yeah. And, you know, and still it kind of does, you know, affect me like i said that you know the one person hey i missed you now i'm like oh i need to make content for this one person you know what i mean but really you know to be a self-motivator and to be a self-starter is a challenge for a lot of people you i have a master's in motivation and I know. I'm on my couch half the week because of... I have a master's degree in social media, and I'm not posting <laughs> on social hilarious. media right now. We should now. do a whole episode on how we're not utilizing our gifts <laughs> and our education. I know. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? It's because we're human, and I'm not going to apologize for the fact that, you know, and you can say the same, and I'm sure you'll feel the same. Like, I will not apologize for the fact that I've taken this time to reflect and to sometimes do nothing. I'm giving myself all the grace because if I don't, who's going right? to? Well, yeah, and, and honestly, I really do feel like this is going to cause a, a major shift in people. Yeah. You know, like I want to create content at work that makes people feel. Yeah. You know, so like whether it's here at my work at, at home when I'm mm. working with a client or even just creating a, a YouTube video or a TikTok video or a podcast or at work television, you know, telling a story that, mean something I want to create meaningful content I think people will will see the change in all of our stuff right because you know we're very like woo high energy bubbly and I think the fact that I think it's maturing us to be Mm -hmm. honest I think that's the word I've been using lately in the change that I've been going through it's matured me in order to um, and I thought I was pretty mature to begin with I just have a, a high energy output Right. So I look like crazy pants on the surface, Mm -hmm. but deep down I'm pretty centered. Um, But it's maturing that foundation that I've built for myself in order to serve my audience, my my clients. Um, And I also think, though, too, for you, what you've grown is you've stopped looking at other people and you're just looking at you. You know, I don't mean to analyze you, no, but, it's okay. <laughs> but you know what, I've I've like never looked at other people for what they could do, except for people who I admire to aspire to be right. like right. anybody that's on my level or anybody who is like even close to my level. Mm-hmm. I don't look to them yeah. because that's not what I, that's not, I don't want 
that. I've fallen into that, and I think we discussed it when we did our intro, yeah. maybe episode one or two, um, how I sometimes fall into the comparison trap because as a, as a life coach, yeah. there's everybody and their brother are life coaches, and you want to kind of see what everyone's doing. A, so I don't mimic what somebody else is doing. I want to be original and bring new stuff to the table, um, but really just I think I, I fell in that trap sometimes to see like, oh, what they're doing. Oh, they just had, you know, a $10,000 week launch. And you're like, damn it, how come I know, I and I'm like, I'm it. such a loser. But like, I've definitely steered clear of that now where I've sometimes just like unfollowed certain That's, people. Yeah, that was my advice Yeah, to you. that was your advice. So, you know, I've done the unfollowing and sometimes I'll still like pop in and see what they're doing, but it's more, I can now appreciate them. Like, you know what, maybe she's paving the way for for me too or maybe she's just doing her own thing (laughs) she's just doing her thing because you're so original (laughs) really people who follow you you know people people love you for who you are like i just i i can't you know thanks lady i'm like i love you girl (laughs) i do i really do and that's why you're my biz bestie Mm -hmm. you're more than my biz bestie you're you know you're my my bad one of my besties (laughs) but you know it's like i want you to succeed without fear of missing out on what somebody else is doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I want the same for myself too. And, um, you know, I fall in the trap where I'm like, oh my God, you know, uh, what if I lose my job? What if I didn't lose this? How am I going to do this? You, you hear me complain about yeah. it all the time, you know, but at the same time, like, I know I have greatness in me. Absolutely. It's it's in here somewhere, sister girl. Listen, from somebody who has lost their job four times in the last five years, let me tell you, it gets better every single time. Every single <laughs> it time it gets better. It gets more like stressful because <laughs> you're like, what the hell again? But like, it gets the next step is better. And that's what I tell my clients yeah. when I'm doing the career coaching part people have been furloughed or laid off after 20 years in a long career and they're freaking out right. and i'm like listen this is a gift and i see this is god giving me a gift and if they feel that same way you know we have that conversation but this is a gift we've been given now what are we going to do with it yeah you know and i think yeah. that's really what we're talking about or what we wanted to talk about this time around is what we're doing with yeah. this gift we've been given um and for me it's the linkedin local community it's my 4 30 a.m club calls um these masterminds that i do before the sun rises and although sometimes i go back to bed afterwards if i didn't have those things those communities in my world i probably would be 40 pounds heavier yeah, yeah <laughs> i'd probably no, be seriously. i'd be struggling a lot more because i know i bring um some peace to other people um just by their feedback too with their gratitude so i know you're doing the same like the ups and the downs we're, we're learning stuff about ourselves and about how we get through things. And then we're able to communicate that to our audiences and help them do the same. I agree with you. Yep. I, I mean, I, I have to admit just even setting a schedule and, and making myself, holding myself accountable yeah. to getting podcasts out on, you know. That's why I bought you that calendar. I know. I know. I can't wait to hang it up. <laughs> it's right board. downstairs. It's right, I have to get done. It's right in I front saw of where it. Donovan. There's nothing there. It's where Donovan. No, I was because yeah, I got to get Donovan to hang it up for me. But, um. And did you see my fan? I got a fan from my room too, but I no, it's in pieces. And I was like, oh, they're screws. Mm, you can take <laughs> care of that. But um, no, because really like setting a schedule for myself and making myself act like I'm a business yeah. will set me up for success. Absolutely. And you know, it's the momentum you'll build. Yeah. So I'll tell you, I tell myself and everybody I work with, like you have to find those little wins every day. Uh, even if it's, I took a shower and I blue dried my hair as yeah. opposed to just, you know, letting it go free. Like, you got to celebrate those wins every day. You sent me the picture of what you were going to wear today and you feel, I can feel your energy of excitement coming yeah. through that message. Yeah. Just getting dressed. Even if you're working from home, get dressed. Like we talked about environment. That's yeah. a previous podcast. Go back and listen to that. How important environment is to our emotional um, energy and, and output. 
the environment is key. So you having the studio is, is such a bonus. You know, I, I don't have a studio, but I have a space in my home where I do work. Mm-hmm. And if, it, if that's not making me feel creative at the time, I relocate it. You know, And you can co- always come to my, my studio. I'm not Sign always in my studio. Seriously. <laughs> well, the, the point, though, really is about, you know, how we're taking what's been given to us and moving forward with it, building that momentum. Right. Um, and that is key because we can't wake up tomorrow and be down those 20 pounds. We can't wake up tomorrow and have a million clients and, and have these ten, twenty thousand $20,000 launches, but we can wake up tomorrow and, you know, follow the plan we set out for ourselves. And that's where that momentum builds and builds. And the next thing you know, we're out doing all the big things that we've been looking to do. Well, they say Rome wasn't built in a day. Sure that's a, that, you know, but I, I, you watch some of these people and you're like, how did they blow up overnight? I how know. come they have so much it's money? How come they're, they're traveling around the world. I'm so jealous. Well, yeah. you know what? Maybe they have different circumstances. Yeah. Maybe they were born into money. Maybe they just lucked out. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But if we stop comparing ourselves yeah. to others and if we just work on what makes us happy and what makes us take that next step each day, I think that's really going to help us as we, you know, deal with the ups and downs of what we're going through right now. Their story is not our story, right? And that's one thing I've learned a lot too. Um, They may look like an overnight sensation, but from experience, I know they're not because recently people have said like, you're showing up on my feed. You're everywhere. Like, what did you do that was different? Nothing, dude. You're like, uh, no, 10 years of working. (laughs) I've been doing this shit since 86. Yeah. Like I've been building content and personal brand promotion and, and doing the LinkedIn stuff for years before anybody was really doing it here locally. And now, especially during COVID, people are coming out of the woodworks because they realize how important this platform is and how beneficial it is to their life and business. Um, and so there are others doing the same thing. But And I could look at that as competition. I could look at that as, oh, crap, like someone's gaining momentum or traction or, or taking over, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. you know, my my LinkedIn status here in the community, but I don't because I know my, my foundation for this is so solid. Um, not that theirs isn't, it's just, they started, you know, a little bit later. No, it's we just, have different... you have a different path Absolutely. than others. Yeah. Yeah. I use all the crazy emojis, you know, so I know. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first started posting, you're like, why are you spacing so much? And I'm like, cause I'm being me. <laughs> I don't look at other people. I'm doing me. I don't look because, you know, I don't want to compare myself to other people. And I've, and I have actually worked and seen people who do that, Mm -hmm. worked with and seen people who do that. And you could just see the, the jealousy and the strangeness oozing from somebody who looks to, you know, you as competition. Mm -hmm. And I'm not about that girlfriend. There's more, there's enough business for everyone. And I said that during, um, a training once um, that I did at the Fort Orange Club here locally in Albany, and I told the audience, it was a LinkedIn training, you know, about sharing their work, you know, their wins. Um, and one person asked about competition. She was in real estate and said, you know, if I put out like pictures of me and my clients and I just sold the house or this is the business I'm working for, won't competitors take that from me? And I said, not if you're good. Yeah, well, <laughs> no one's taking it from you. What does you. that mean? I know yeah. she was nervous that there, maybe there's not enough to go around. And I said, that's not even the case. Like, as a life coach, you have to assume everybody with a life or with a beating heart is, is potential to be your client. So it's going to need to be more than just me out there doing the work, right? Exactly, so, exactly. Um, I welcome the collaboration, which is why we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we're not competition for each other, um, but we do a lot of the same things. Yeah. We share stages. So yeah. potentially we could be, but collaborating, people are bonkers not to maybe hire the two of us together, you right. know, kind of thing. Or, you know, listen to a podcast and learn that collaboration outweighs and gets you more return on the investment than just doing it by yourself. And so 
so agree. God, amen. Amen. (laughs) All right. So listen, we've gone on long enough and we want to thank you so much for joining us today. We are so happy that you're here, but we also want to remind you to grab your favorite beverage and biz bestie. Press play on the next episode and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.